0: DJ and PK, time to talk U.S. Open with Bob Casper. He joins joins us on the T-Mobile special guest line. T-Mobile and Sprint are coming together to build the best wireless company around. Visit T-Mobile.com for online services and local store availability. Bob Casper, I have a bone to pick with you. You do? Yes! You made fun of my pick. And then you mocked Bryson DeChambeau. You intimidated P.K. and I into not picking it. I didn't want to use my third-round pick on DeChambeau. (laughs) I couldn't believe he was still on the board, but after you poo-pooing him. And then you were wrong. He not only won, he lapped the field. Bob, what did Bryson DeChambeau do that you clearly did not expect?
1: Uh, I didn't expect him to be able to play the golf course, hitting it in the rough. Um. But, you know, that's uh, – I guess that's the old mindset now. Um, you know, uh, here's a guy that that played some great golf, shot three rounds in the 60s, and, uh, and an even par round in the third par round, and was able to win the golf tournament by six shots. But let's not forget, in 2000, Tiger Woods won the U.S. Open at, uh, at Pebble Beach, and he won by 15 shots. Um and, you know, guys come along every once in a while that put it all together in one given week, and uh, Bryson was able to do that this week um, where he was able to win the U.S. Open this last week. Um, you know, the week before or two weeks before that, he struggled at Eastlake hitting it in the rough because of the Bermuda rough and the ball going deep down all the way to the ground. So, um Depends on the week. It depends on how he plays. Depends on how he butts. Um, but I didn't see this coming, and unfortunately, uh, I didn't pick him either.
2: So the players were commenting, and I was listening or reading actually, not listening, but reading a lot of stuff on uh, the macaroys uh, opinion uh-huh. of it, uh, and Ian Poulter. Uh, he's not my cup of tea, but. You know, he still won it. So I'm wondering what you think the the feeling is among the players and Deschambeau, the way he is going about playing the game and what he's done to be able to play it the way he plays it.
1: Well, uh, you know, I it, it's interesting. All these guys, all these guys work out hard. They they uh, practice hard. They do it in a more conventional way than what you see with Bryson. Bryson's all of his irons, every single one of his irons in his bag is the same length from his, from his three iron or two iron all the way to his pitching wedge and sandwich. They're all the same length. They're all the, the length of a six iron. Um, that's just one of the ways he's looked at it. His grips are big, huge grips, almost like a baseball bat. Um, And, and, you know, uh, he was going along in the game, winning golf tournaments, you know, maybe about one a year or whatever. Um, and then he comes back, uh, during the off season at the beginning of the year and he's, and he's bigger. And then when we have the COVID shutdown, he comes back and he's 20 pounds bigger, um, and stronger and hitting the ball crazy distances longer. And, um, and ends up coming back and doing some, some great things. Um, I think he's just pushing the envelope a little bit. Um, we see a lot of these guys that have pretty standard swings. They've learned the game a certain way. And it's, it's now as you're teaching juniors or, or as, you're, um, um, as you're teaching your, your kids and letting your kids get into the game and stuff. Uh, a lot of people are saying now, teach them how to swing as hard as they can, and um, and hit it as far as they can. Because the golf, because face it, the game of golf has has made a change, and um, and guys are guys are stronger, they're more athletic, they hit the ball further. Um, it's just Bryson does it in a in a little bit in a lot different way than than a lot of those guys are doing. I mean, he didn't hit it the furthest this week. Um, there were guys that hit it, drove it further than him. He only he hit less than 50% of his fairways, but he was able to hit it far enough down there that he could take advantage of um, shorter uh, shorter clubs into greens and that kind of thing, and be able to still score.
0: So is this uh, the new world order, and this is the way things are going to be, or they're going to change the technology in the golf ball and rein some of these guys in a little bit? Or we're going to see narrow tree-lined holes. Well, that'll take years for those trees to grow. So, what's going to happen here?
1: Well, you know, the USGA and the RNA are the governing bodies in the game of golf, and they're they're working on a a distance uh, a distance study right now. That uh, you know, I don't know what the study's going to going to show. It's going to show that you know, guys are definitely hitting it further now than they than they were, but. You know, if you ring the ball back, you're ringing the ball back for everybody. And guys that don't hit it far are are put at that much more of a disadvantage. It's not going to change anything because the long hitters are going to still be hitting that long. The short hitters are going to still be hitting it short. I think what they need to do possibly is uh, create the golf ball is so aerodynamic right now that it doesn't spin as much. I think they need to put a little bit more make require a little more spin back in the golf ball. So then a guy that swings hundred and twenty miles an hour that that bombs it out there is gonna have to control the ball a little bit more and, and he's gonna have to uh he's gonna back off have to back off on his swing and not just go at it as hard as possible.
2: Yeah, changing the ball doesn't make any sense. That's like the argument, well, tall players are dominating basketball, so let's make the rim 11 feet. The tall players are still going to have the advantage, so there's really no point in doing that uh, in terms of shortening the distance because it's all relative and everybody else's distance will still be the distance between me and DeChambeau will still be the same. It'll just be longer from the hole. So I'm wondering, too, how many changes or what you think about changes to the actual golf courses to not put those guys in the position to be able to reward them as much if they're not hitting the fairways?
1: Well, you know, the, the golf courses, you know, now everybody says, well, you gotta, you got to build longer golf courses. And I don't know if that's necessarily the case. Um, you know, we saw at Marion a few years ago when they played the U.S. Open at Marion where um, Justin Rose won. Guys – you know that golf course is about seven thousand yards. The golf course that we that they played this last week was seventy five hundred yards. Um, next year's U.S. Open at uh, Torrey Pines is going to be about seventy seven hundred yards. Um, at, at what point do you do you continue to go and um, go further and further and further? Uh, I, I think Mary One of the things that was great about Marion was at seven thousand yards it would, the golf course was tight it required guys to um to think about where they were going to hit the ball how they were going to hit the ball in the greens that kind of thing um and it was and it was really tree lined so I, I you know i don't know i don't know where where the the jump off point is it's uh um, it's just we're we're just at a unique place right now in the game of golf and uh and the and the game is changing it's it's and 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 that happens um it changed when tiger woods came along um and uh it uh it changed when jack nicholas came along it changed during bobby jones's era those are all things that happened. those are all kind of milestones and and this is going to be this is going to be interesting to see how it how it plays out
0: what about putting features on uh, on a golf course? You know, you see these uh, – uh, do guys handle the fairway bunkers as easily as they handle the deep rough? Um, do you – you know, the pot bunkers that we see on these uh, courses in the British Open? I mean, there's other stuff you can do, but it seems outside the norm of what we expect out of a golf course here in the U.S.
1: Well, fairway bunkers, for the most part, guys can play out of um, – and uh, especially if they're flat, if they're big and deep, then then that's a different story. Then it becomes more of a hazard and big and deep bunkers in the fairways, um, pod bunkers in the fairways, like you see in uh, British Open uh, Rota golf courses, British Isles and that kind of thing. Those those are basically a one shot penalty for driving it into those. So um, maybe that's that's a way they could. I guess. um Put some put some more difficulty in, but they're going to have to put those fairway bunkers further further down the fairway because guys are hitting it so long that they're carrying it 330 yards, and uh, so they've got they've got to be able to be in play for them to be a detriment.
2: So this Wolf kid who had the lead on Saturday, that swing, uh-huh. I'm going to analyze it for you. I'm going to make an analogy. Tell me what you think of it. I think the swing is part Jim Furick and part John Travolta on the dance floor in Saturday Night Fever. <laughs> well, that's,
1: you know, um, that's a pretty good analysis of it. Um, uh, you know, and Jim Furick, of course, went on the win this week. He's played two uh, PGA, PGA Tour Champions events, and he's won two PGA Tour Champions events. Um, he won a couple of beats this week. So, um, yeah, you know, what, what works for you doesn't work for everybody else. Um, it's what he's always done and how he's always played. And Matthew Wolfe has won um, the NCAA championship. Um, he's won great major golf tournaments. He's won once on the PGA Tour already. Um, and, uh, and he's con- going to continue to play extremely well on the PGA Tour just because he hits it long and uh, and he's a great competitor. So unfortunately, he had a bad round. Um, but Bryson DeChambeau was the cream of the crop um, this last week, and the only guy to shoot under par. Now, as far as the golf course is, con- is concerned, the golf course played phenomenal last week. You're talking about an anomaly with Bryson DeChambeau because everybody else shot even par or worse um, after for 72 holes. That's the way the golf course is set up to be. Um, for for the U.S. Open Championship. Bryson DeChambeau was able to take advantage of it, and that's why he shot six under par.
0: Now that he's got one major, is he a guy who's going to pile up a couple more?
1: Um, yeah, I think he will. Um, it's pretty interesting that he already came out and said that uh, he's thinking about going to a 48-inch 48, 48 driver before the Masters and putting on 15 more pounds of muscle before he goes to the Masters in November. Um, you know, at one point, do you keep pushing that envelope? Um, you know, he, he's got the special soft, so to speak, right now. Why why try to push it even further? But that's the kind of guy that he is. But, yeah, I think he'll win other major championships. Um, you know, he, along with Tiger Woods and Jack Nichols, are the only guys now that have won the NCAA championship, the U.S. Amateur, and the U.S. Open. Those They're the only three players to have done that. So Bryson DeChambeau is in some pretty – Um, rare air with with, uh, the greats in the game right now.
2: I say with the three of us we ought to have a bet. Who could put on the most weight between now and the Masters? (laughs) I'd beat you there too. (laughs) Hey, hey, don't dismiss me
0: like that. I will not be disrespected.
1: (laughs) Oh, oh, that's pretty funny, peeky, I like that.
0: Start throwing down pasta four times okay, a day. Okay,
1: but i got a question for you. Overall, what? who would have won this week between us three?
2: Well, you. You're the best player of the three. We're not denying that.
1: No, I'm, I'm, I'm talking about our picks.
2: Oh, 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 oh. Well, if you wouldn't have intimidated us, one of us would have put in shape. Oh, cham- oh, oh cham-
1: if cham- I wouldn't have intimidated. So, I, oh, I, and I, and I,
2: hey, if you know me, acknowledging somebody intimidated me is like the worst thing I can acknowledge. <laughs> I'm the big
1: bully on the block,
2: huh? You, you did, yeah. You totally just made <laughs> me nervous, and I didn't do it. I was going to, because as DJ said earlier, he's a top ten player in the world. Of course, one of us would pick him, but you intimidated yeah. me, and I'm embarrassed.
0: Oh. Yeah, yeah. I guess I did. He's pissed, <laughs> and you don't <laughs> want to deal with that.
2: Oh, <laughs> I say. All uh, right, I think Bob. I won, Dustin. Du- no, you won uh, Shoffley.
1: Yeah, Shoffley was plus four, Dustin plus five, and yeah, I also had Justin Thomas and Webb Simpson at plus six. So,
2: yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: And Tony finished plus six, got Got another top ten. That's, right. seven, that's seven top tens in his last ten major championships. Tony's going to break through here pretty soon.
0: All right, we're all ready for that. That'll be a yep. party. I remember when Mike Weir won, that was a party. We were, we were over the other place doing radio, and they brought him through because he came, he came to the Wasatch Front for a mm-hmm. celebration. And I just remember, it was like, wow, this is the like closest thing yep. I've seen to the Beatles since uh, Jordan and the Bulls were in town. There were so many people at that radio station wanting to get a glimpse of, of him. And, yeah, it was crazy. That was fun. Yeah, it really was. It was a good yep. time, even if I was back in row 32 and had a bad view. It was still fun. (laughs) All right, thanks, Bob.
1: All right, guys, take care.